This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Let's kick off even by lighting up. Oi! From my friends, the star of the show. Oi! Oi! I spoke to a radio broadcaster famous here in New York, WABC, Sid Rosenberg. Oi! This Oi! is Sid and Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. 77 WABC. You know, you can never get enough Brooklyn when uh, Curtis Lee was about to come on. This classic from the great movie Saturday Night Fever, PG's How Deep Is Your Love. And the reason why I played that this morning is yesterday, and this is going to make you all feel old, including you, Curtis. Yesterday, the star, Tony Manero himself, John Travolta, turned 70 years old. Happy Birthday to John Travolta, turned 70 yesterday. Curtis Sliwa, of course, gets great ratings every weekday afternoon at noon. The Rip and Read also does big ratings during the overnight weekends, but does his best work alongside me every morning. He's on this show every day. One of uh, six of us, I guess. Lou, Justin, Noam, Joe Nolan, me, and Curtis. But he's not happy. I'll tell you why. So Brian Kilmeade goes on vacation for the week. And he's been on vacation before. I don't know what they do, but I guess ordinarily if he goes on vacation, they just have Curtis Sliwa do those three hours, 10 to 1 before Greg Kelly. Well, I got a call, I believe it was Friday, from Chad Lopez, and he asked me if I would be interested in hosting an extra hour Every day this week, because I get huge ratings. And it would be a five-hour show. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I said, yes. I didn't think about what they would ordinarily do, which is give Curtis all that time. Now, Curtis does get hour number two, but I feel like you still feel like you got jobbed out of an hour, and you're a bit butthurt this morning. Is that true, Curtis? Man, first of all, don't be playing BGs. Don't be mentioning John Travolta going to be 70 because I'm going to be 70 on March 26th. Is that right? Same age. That's right. And he's across, remember, he's across the Hudson 
Englewood, Englewood Cliffs, that's where he came from. A little bit on the light loafer side. Don't compare me to Tony Manero, huh? I lived in uh, Tenafly, right by Englewood Cliffs. The great Ron Insana lives in Englewood Cliffs. He's not turning 70. He now is 70. Yeah, well, you weren't living in Alpine, so it doesn't count. No, I wasn't, but Mitchell Modell was. Yeah, no addresses in Alpine. <laughs> Let me tell you something, why I am so pissed off. Yeah, what happened? I get that same call from Chad Lopez, uh, Capo di Tutti, of Red Apple Media, our parent company. And he says, hey, and John wants to split the two hours of Brian kill me like King Solomon threatened to split the baby, right? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, we're going to have Sid do the extra first hour. Right. You're going to do the extra second hour. And I just like, I was a play. <laughs> What are you talking about? I always do the two hours when Brian killed me this way. He goes, oh, that's what the boss man wants. What yeah. do you want me to fight him? <laughs> yeah. And this comes on the heels of John Cantamantini's pulling me out of left versus right, Saturdays versus Anthony Weiner, first substituting himself, getting better ratings than I was getting, and then putting in Roger Stone the last two Saturdays and relegating me to be the bat boy of the Ferry Hawks in Staten Island. <laughs> what is going on here, Curtis? No, this is a war on Curtis Sliwa. That's what it is. Because people are saying, oh, WABC, always broadcasting Curtis. Too much Curtis Sliwa. Too much Curtis Sliwa. People say that? Yes. And now, now this is a war here. Remember, this is like the Crusades. <laughs> I'm like Crusader the Rabbit. You're the king of daytime. You get the number one ratings. But I'm the king of overnights. I do six hours Saturday mornings, 12 to 6, to the yeah. break of dawn. Then so nice, 12 midnight to 6, Sunday mornings. So I'm the king of overnights. You're the king of daytime. Sure. And let's get in on, Sid. Let's get into the pit. Let's check the ratings. You stole an hour from me. Generally, yeah. I would do. You purloined it, man. You picked my pocket. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I'd be more than happy to give you that hour right now. Well, let's do it. Uh, management doesn't want that. I'm sorry. They're, they're, man, they're icing me down, you know. It's sort of like they say, well, well <laughs> yeah. the moon is shrinking, right? They said the moon is shrinking. They're shrinking my hours here. Listen, uh, there's nobody here who thinks uh, more of you than I do. Clearly, I have you on every day, and you know that not everybody in this building, including people in management, weren't happy about it. Damn right, man. But, they, to, but to compare your overnight weekends, where if you add up all the listeners, it's probably what I get in the 6 o'clock hour. So what I do every morning here at WABC is like comparing Mookie Wilson to Mickey Mantle in center field. The hell's the matter with you? Wait a second. How you? you Mookie, you, you you beat the Boston Red Sox with the Mook. What the hell are you talking about? Well, that's true. On You're Black right. History Week yeah. month here today, what is wrong with you? If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at at info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident. You know, one thing that you said, though, which I do disagree with, is I've never heard one person ever, and I mean this, complain too much, Curtis. In fact, every time I post something with you or mention you, I get 
tons and tons of Curtis adulation. I've never heard anybody ever say anything negative and or critical of you. Let me ever. tell you. Let me tell you. Hey, let me cut to the chase here. You know me. I take no prisoners. WABC always broadcasting Curtis, right? The acronym. Yeah, I guess. Go with that, sure. WABC <laughs> always broadcasting Katsimatidis. Go with that. He wants that. I say, no, no, no. I do, more hours, I do more hours than you, John. Let's, let's level the playing field. Right. Then for a while, seven times in a row, WABC always broadcasting Cuomo. And then remember, I threw the gauntlet down and I said, if you have Cuomo on again and he does not apologize to ICE for calling them thugs for saying he would sue them, I'm out of here. You did say that, but but don't you think? I think he was on a grand total of three times, seven times. Is that always? Were you, is were that you ca- always broadcasting Cuomo? It, it was for a while. Remember? Yeah, a little it bit. was. And notice now he's on a hiatus. Well, that was you know it was the Cuomo appearance that caused a major fight between me and Mark Levin. Which now, of course, we have fixed, and I'll oh, be a guest you're, on you're, the Vincent. You're, like, you're going to be swapping spit tonight, man. <laughs> it's like we're going to have to extricate you uh, with a tire iron, man. You love the guy so look much. Who's t- by the way, that's true, but look who's. Uh, you're so far up Sean Hannity's ass, you're checking for polyps. Wait a second. Hold on. Now, let's talk about your phone call from Trump on Friday. Yes. As you know, in addition to my any, many other duties here at WABC, I am uh, hosting the boot camp. For talk radio hosts and hostesses. You know, the young Huckleberry's coming up. Yeah, so when is that? What is that? I well, love the fact you, you should be doing it. You're the Hall of Famer here. When is that? What is that? Well, Andrew Giuliani is on with me Sundays from 8 to 9, you know, to shape him up. So he's not always just talking about Trump playing golf with him and his daddy, which is a natural knee-jerk reaction. And he's getting better and better. I'm on with him. And then all of a sudden he says last night, 8 to 9. He says, oh, yeah, we were playing golf. I was in the uh, cart behind, and some people along the way said, oh, Andrew, WABC, we love WABC. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump, the president, turns to Andrew and goes, oh, uh, how you doing at WABC? Well, you know, I'm on with Curtis on Sundays. Blank stare. No response. <laughs> like I'm a person of no consequence. I would have preferred him, you know, like a bull waiting to charge the matador, you know, casting invectives against When a person says nothing about you, you're a person of no consequence. Basically. And then Andrew says, yeah. The cell phone, he calls him up, and he's having, a, like, a love affair with you over the phone. <laughs> it's true. And he's holding up the golf game. There's foursomes behind. <laughs> well, no, nobody's going to mess with Trump, right? No, no, But no, the no, point no. is, it's because yeah. he's talking to you. He did talk to me, and, and like I said, he was very comfortable. Dropped the F-bomb a couple of times. We talked about Andrew Giuliani on radio. Uh, he said I was the best, blah, blah, blah. We talked about Giuliani on the golf course. We talked Biden. We talked election. We talked about him getting screwed in New York City. We talked about a plethora of items. But no mention of Curtis Lee in the affirmative one. or the no. negative. No. There is nothing but, worse but you are than not, to be marginalized. But you are not friends with the president. You don't even like the president. It doesn't matter. I'd rather have said something <laughs> negative. You know. Matter. Come on, Sid. That's important. Oh, now, my God. Now, now, you mentioned my very dear friend, Scott Lebedo. I did. I am a rebel with Scott Lebedo and John Tobacco. As you know, we held off the migrant encampments in Staten Island. And he's got this great documentary, The Relentless Patriot, 
that's debuting in Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago you're going to be down there, right? Uh, that is correct. Siggy Flicker, the former Real Housewife of New Jersey and Donald Trump buddy and uh, great voice for Israel, she invited me. So it's going to be a very, very small audience, a private screening. Scott Lebedo's going to be there. Great, great. And President but, Trump's going to be there, and I'm going to be but, there. But you're in the movie. Wait, we don't know that. <laughs> Have I been left on the cutting room floor? In the middle of my campaign against Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, I took the time out from the campaign. They must have shot like four hours of me talking about Scott Levato. Is that right? Yes, because I prepared him for the very first time he got arrested in civil disobedience. He didn't know what to do. He said, Curtis, you're the veteran. You're always getting arrested. What do I do? He talks all about that. I'm talking. I'm talking him up. Everything is true. I'll bet you I'm left on the cutting room floor. No, no, no. You're in the movie. There's no way you're on the cutting room floor. Wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't know this for a fact. I don't take anything <laughs> for granted but anymore. Wait, but, but if he's one of your guys and he does love you, he's a rebel, why can't you just text him and ask him? If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident. <laughs> I know I know it's going to be more bad news. Because right now you think you're in the movie. Rudy thinks he's in the oh, movie. Rudy's definitely in the oh, movie. Oh, he's in Come the movie. On. Okay. I mean, look, the greatest <laughs> yeah. mayor of all time, America's mayor, he's in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'm the guy with the schmata, the red schmata, <laughs> the, the red keep off on my head right so I could have been relegated to the sidelines. Are you upset that you weren't invited to Mar-a-Lago, too? You got, uh, they job you for an hour. Now you're not invited to Mar-a-Lago, and it's Lebedo's movie, and he's your boy. Wait a second. You know, this reminds me. The documentary that was done on Roger Stone, remember? Yes, I do. I was in that. Yes, you were. Right on up to the final second, and then I was left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I'm the guy who said that Roger Stone is a political hitman who knows how to come for you. Once you're dead, he digs up your bones, and he kills you a second time. They said, oh, my God, this is the greatest. It's going to be right there in the front. All of a sudden, it's Harry. No, Curtis, <laughs> left on the cutting room floor. This has happened to me before, Oh, Sid, boy. And I know it's going to But when Donald Trump. He's playing golf with Andrew Giuliani, and he's just talking to Andrew. And Andrew's saying, yeah, I'm on Sunday night's WABC with Curtis Lewa. And there's no response, not to the affirmative or negative. I know I'm a person of no consequence. (laughs) Well, I got more bad news for you. Oh, my God. Yes. Not only did they take an hour from you and give it to me, not only did Donald Trump call me from the cell phone of the golf course on Friday and make no mention of you, not only did your friend Scott Lobato make this great documentary, which they're going to air at Mar-a-Lago and not invite you, but here's the worst of all. The mayor, your nemesis, the guy you may be running against, we'll see if it's him or Cuomo, coming up next year, actually did something really good this weekend when he had another one of those meetings, and he's keeping the migrants... Out of that luxury building. Touchdown, Eric Adams. No, no, no. no, no, no call no, it back. No. Call back. it call it back. Holding That's right. the offense. Hold on. 
Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens, uh, had designed that a building in Harlem, which was empty for 10 years, originally it was scheduled to be high-rise condos, but they had some financial problems. You know what happens. All of a sudden, it's tied up in court. The city had started to lease it, and they didn't tell the community what it was going to be. Housing for the illegal aliens, the migrants. So all the African Americans are having a town hall meeting. Eric gets word of it. He wasn't. It wasn't his town hall meeting. He did the mad dash there. He goes, absolutely not, brothers and sisters. I'm putting a stop to this. We're going to redevelop this in a different way. Because they were mad. You know how black people get when they're mad, man. They were all over him. <laughs> yeah. you, you ain't sending no migrants in here. Meantime, we got brothers and sisters in the streets, in the subways, in the streets, homeless. Man, you got to be taking care of your own. So he did the pivot and shift. Meantime, on the very same day, out there in Rigo Park, which you're very familiar with, right off of Queens Boulevard. I right? used to have a friend named Jessica Parness when I was going to Woodlands Bungalow Colony, circa 1976 who lived in Rigo Park. But That's you, all I know oh, about you it. copulating and fornicating? I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I, I was like nine years old. Oh, okay, all right. All right. Maybe she I, was your nanny. I, I, wait, no I waited till I was 14 years old to do God, that. I'm telling you. So while he does <laughs> this, because he needs 25% of the black vote in a Democratic primary, because you know the socialists are coming after him, if he isn't taken away in chains and shackles first to the big house by the U.S. attorney for the corruption charges. So there is the Wyndham Hotel, Right there on 93rd Street, that has just been converted to a homeless shelter for a hundred men. We don't know if they're migrants. We don't know if they're locals. The whole community is out. Hispanics, blacks, whites, Asians, right? You saw the protest. Did Eric Adams show up there? He never has meetings in advance, but he needs the black vote. He does not want to piss off the brothers and sisters because let me tell you something. He doesn't get the black vote. Even if he avoids being prosecuted and arrested for political corruption, he can't be the mayor. You know, without the black vote, it's over for Eric Adams. It's over. He may not be the mayor even if he gets the black vote. You know, again, these uh, polls, which you made me familiar with, I had no idea you were the one. Curtis Sliwa was the one who introduced that poll months back, maybe six weeks ago, that had Andrew Cuomo just killing Eric Adams, like 32 points. Yeah, and then remember, I threw the gauntlet down, and it's been a problem with me and John Katsimatidis ever since when I said, (laughs) I don't want to ever hear Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo on these airwaves until, until he apologizes to Ice because he's called him thugs. Didn't he apologize? never. I think he did. No, no. I think he did. No, yeah, yeah, where is he? Where where is he, Mr. Uh, Ass Kister of Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo? Why don't you go out to Southampton there? You know, he's like Michael Corleone hitting the mattresses, stirring the marinara sauce with his brother. You know, you're so funny. You're the one who tells me all the time. You know, I go to, I'm going to be honest with the audience. So when I started becoming friendly with Eric Adams, I went to Curtis because I'm loyal. And I said, Curtis, the mayor wants to have dinner. The mayor, he goes, do it. Do it. Somebody needs to be in his ear. Somebody needs to talk to him. We need to hear what happens on the station. Yeah, put a can of corn in his ear. <laughs> so if Cuomo reaches out to me, Andrew, you've told me in the past, do it. Yes, and make sure before you go anywhere else in the interview, <laughs> yeah. you play the cut that I play relentlessly where he called ice thugs. We'll sue him. They're a bunch of thugs. And he must do his mea culpa. He must buck. He must bow. He must apologize for maligning these brave men and women. And let me tell you something, Sid Rosenberg. Another thing. 
Remember your vow to go to St. Patrick's Cathedral, right, for to get your ashes for Lent. And now because you're doing that, the transgenders went there and they had a funeral there for St. Cecilia, the mother of all whores, which has caused an eruption in the Archdiocese. And remember, at one point, the biggest radio team in the city and the nation was not Howard Stern, was not Imus, it was Opie and Anthony. And remember, they convinced some of their listeners to go into St. Patrick's Cathedral and fornicate and copulate? It was called Sex for Sam, and the beer company Sam Adams actually sponsored that day. And they fell from grace. You remember, they were number one. There was nobody bigger than Opie and Anthony. I was there. I did the morning show with them. I am telling you, Sid, stay the hell out of St. Patrick's Cathedral. We don't want you with our ashes don't put your finger in the holy water. Hashem should strike you down with a bolt of lightning. And do not marginalize me. You took my hour. You purloined it. You picked my pockets. You could have told the cats, man. You could have told Chad Lopez. No, that's Curtis's. He always substituted for Brian Kilmeade the full two hours when he's away. And now you stab me in the back. Just remember... I'm, I'm Crusader Rabbit, and I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you and all my enemies. This may be my last go-round, and they're marginalizing me. WABC always meant always broadcasting, Curtis. And now, slowly but surely, they're taking one hour away, another hour away. Pretty soon, you'll hear me on an infomercial at 3 o'clock in the morning selling all kinds of supplements and vitamins in order to pay my child support. And you're a part of it, Sid Rosenberg. This is a shadna. This is a disgraziata. And don't be playing the Bee Gees, because I couldn't be more eclectic. You touch me in the park.